listening to the audio-only version of American RVer. To see the video podcast, go to AmericanRVer.com and click on the video link for the show on the homepage. It's time for American RVer. Welcome! On this show, Peg speaks with Mark Shoemaker, owner of RV Water Treatment. They talk about keeping your RV's potable water system clean and bacteria-free. You may be surprised at what not to do with your system. Next, on our Friends Across America segment, we talk with Ted and Barb Birch, new RVers with their first Class A coach. Barb also happens to be Peg's sister. Glad you could join us for this edition of American RVer. Water, water everywhere and not a drop to drink. How many times have we heard that saying? Well, it may not be so much about the quantity of water that's available, but the quality of water that's available to you, whether it's in your RV or in your home. Joining me today at the Motorhome and RV Hall of Fame in Elkhart, Indiana, is Mark Shoemaker, and he is a water treatment specialist. Thanks for joining me, Mark. Now I'm gonna ask you a question. We've all heard that chlorine is the best thing to use to clean out our freshwater tank. You know, you put it in, you flush it out several times, now you're good to go. What do you think? Well, I believe that we need to look at reviewing that, and I think we need to look at a different type of product from a couple different standpoints. Number one, um, we want to make sure that we get a 99.99% pure kill right. of pathogenic or disease-causing bacteria. And with that also, we can create a, um, a byproduct of the chlorine coming in contact with or, get, or plastics that creates trihalomethanes. And trihalomethanes is a known cancer agent. So my concern is that the chlorine reacting with plastics creates trihalomethanes, and I don't believe that's necessarily all good. I would recommend that people start looking at going to a quaternary ammonium which is guaranteed 99.99% pure kill of pathogenic bacteria. It is the only EPA or and um, NSF approved sanitizer for water softeners and reverse osmosis systems. This hmm. is what I would like to see people starting to look at going to. Well, what makes you a water treatment specialist that you can say we really shouldn't be using chlorine? I mean, it, I don't want to say this, but it could cause cancer when it's mixed with Organic. Those plastic, organic plastics, because plastic comes from organic material, as we all know. Well, I've been in the water treatment business a little over 30 years. My background, I started out being a municipal water and wastewater superintendent. So I started out uh, working at wastewater treatment plants, and I moved into the water treatment business. And for the last 20 years, I've owned a residential commercial water and, uh, treatment business where we did water softening, we did iron removal, we did bacteria control, mm. and those kinds of things. For a period of 10 years, then, I also owned a certified microbiology laboratory where we did E. coli, total coliform, fecal coliform, and heterotropic plate count for swimming pools and things like that. So oh. I had microbiologists and chemists both worked for me in that, in that operation. So I have uh, quite a bit of background from that standpoint. Well, you talk about swimming pools. They're treated with chlorine. The trend is to try to get away from chlorine in swimming pools. 
Uh, I know a lot of people are going to salt pools. The reason they're going to salt is because they can keep the concentration lower as far as the chlorine goes. Um, a lot of Olympic swimmers now are saying we want to stay away from the chlorine, so there's also a big push right now as far as chlorine-free swimming pools, and that is oh. available. I have installed a couple of those units in the Michigan area, so that is a trend that we're going to, to go away from as much chlorine as we can. Huh. Well, talking about water and safety, okay, we're talking about treating it to treating your tanks to make sure that they have the bacteria out. What about the water that we're bringing in, maybe through our regular hose that's coming from the campground? What should we be doing to that water? Okay, I believe that everyone needs to look at at least softening the water. Filtering first and then softening the water. A couple different reasons. Number one, the benefits of soft water in a coach are the same benefits they are in a house. You're going to use 40% less um, fuel to heat that water as you do uh, soft water as you because do hard water. Because of the minerals water. in there? Exactly, yeah. because of the minerals in there. Your piping is going to last longer, your fixtures are going to last longer. Everything involved, the cleaning of the showers, the toilets and all that is going to save time and harsh chemicals to keep those things clean. That's the benefits of filtering and softening of your water as far as inside the coach. Now, with that being said, I think that a pre-filter should be a system that if you're on city water, you're going to take that chlorine out prior to softening because most water softeners use a plastic styrene resin, oh. which is a plastic-based, organic-based product. So okay. we really need to take the chlorine out so it doesn't degrade and degrade that resin and create trihalomethanes, which okay. is a known cancer agent. Right. What else are we filtering out of that water? Uh, particulates. Uh, there's a lot of different filters on the, system, uh, on the market that we can get into as far as filtering out sediment, uh, chlorine, taste and odor. Um, there's a lot of uh, some products on the market that we can do as far as trying to help as far as bacteria control and things like that too. Okay, so we need a filter, we need a water softener. Uh, what about people who say uh, if I take that chlorine out of my water before it goes into the freshwater tank, I might be causing some other problems. I don't know if that's necessarily causing a problem other than you really need to sanitize your tank. I think okay. every six months to, to a year, or year and, right. and sanitize it, make sure that there's no bacteria in it. Most municipalities, excuse me, all municipalities must test their water on a regular basis, daily, okay. two, three times a day, weekly, okay. to make sure that, that that water is safe from a biological standpoint or they can't serve it to their municipality. We all have heard, oh, you know, this municipality had a boil water order. That right. boil water order is to make sure that you kill that bacteria off before you consume or use the water inside okay. the home. All right, let's flip to the other side. Let's flip to wastewater. We all have holding tanks in our RVs, whatever kind of RV we have, and sometimes we'll get some odor in there. What can we do for that? I believe that there's a lot of products out there that are an enzyme-based product only. Mm -hmm. An enzyme is going to break that waste down into a smaller particle, okay. but it does not have the ability to digest that waste. We need to look at a product that is both an enzyme-based product and has microbes in it because the microbes is what's going to degrade that waste, break it down, and digest it, so to speak. So look at a product that's got both enzymes and bacteria in it because bacteria or micro microbes 
they produce their own enzymes. So okay, enzymes right. are going to be produced by microbes anyhow. And that will then relieve any kind of odor that might be coming up through the it's tank? It's definitely going to help. Now, you're talking a short term in a tank like that, right. but you've got to degrade the waste. Okay. In a wastewater treatment plant, we use both aerobic bacteria and we use anaerobic bacteria, depending on what the situation is. So aerobic bacteria are type that need oxygen to survive and live and thrive. Mm -hmm. And anaerobic bacteria, like your home septic systems, right. are a bacteria and enzyme that lives where there's no oxygen at. So okay. just depends on how you're going to attack the waste as to what the best method okay. is. Well, Mark, I think there's a lot of information that we've covered, and maybe not everybody's going to remember that. So if they would like to get more information, how could they reach you? Well, they can call me at uh, my phone, 269-221-4670. That's my cell phone. That comes directly to me. Uh, our website is rv-water-treatment.com. You can contact me through there, and I'm more than happy to help answer anyone's questions okay. as far as their household system or their RV okay. either or. And you've got products available to help yes. them with yes, their solutions. Sure if I don't have it, I can get it and I can build it. Okay, we awesome. Do, we do custom building water treatment systems. Oh, so. okay. Even better. So it's specialized for what my need is. Absolutely. Love that. Mark, thanks for joining me today. Well, thank you. I do I very it. much appreciate it. All right, and we'll be back with more of American RVer in just a moment. After the break, you'll meet Ted and Barb Birch. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. My Liberty Threads has been outfitting patriotic Americans with t-shirts and blouses to express themselves for years. My Liberty Threads is looking for a few good men and women to carry our American-made branded shirts and sell them at shows and events. We have seen tremendous growth and are expanding. If you are patriotic and have a desire to sell our products, contact us at scottmillerwithmlt at gmail.com or call 407-729-9821 for more information about becoming a My Liberty Threads retailer. Stoneboss is the nation's leader in slide toppers and awnings. We use only the best materials sewn with solar fixed PTFE thread that prevents slide topper and awning failure due to thread rot. Our fully reversible toppers have double stitched perimeters for strength and come with a three year warranty which is unmatched in the industry. Find out why so many motor coach owners prefer our custom made awning products by calling 352-942-0224 for a no obligation free quote. Visit our website at www.stoneboss.com. Thanks for staying with us on this edition of American RV. I have a special treat for you today in our Friends Across America segment. I get to introduce you to my sister and her husband, Barb and Ted, and they are new to not camping, but camping with an RV. Thank you guys for being on the show with us. It's a pleasure to be here. Hey, so tell me what led to buying a camper, because you guys have camped, you know, as long as I've known you. We decided to buy a camper because Ted hurt his back and we're had air mattresses that kept dying and so we decided we were going to go to camping. Oh, that camper. makes sense. Yep. So no more sleeping on the air mattress on the mm -hmm. ground. Well, the air mattresses were nice. The, the newer ones are really nice. They're very comfortable. Mm -hmm. you know, There's like an air bed, like a slight comfort air bed. They're basically the same thing. Right. But the only thing is they don't last. But a year or two and they get a leak and then they get a patch or whatever and go back to where you were before. You know, so after doing three or four of those, they figured, well, Something's got to give. <laughs> right. Yep, and we found a really good deal. 
Yeah. yeah, well, that's what makes all the difference in the world, is mm -hmm. finding something that suits you mm -hmm. that's within your budget. Yep. Yeah. And we found one that the guy that had it had it fixed up really well, so we didn't do have to do a lot of maintenance on it. It was really nice. Oh, that's nice, they too. They did a lot of work with it. Yeah, because yeah, oftentimes with used vehicles, you don't know exactly what yeah. you're getting. Yeah. yeah, this guy was a city engineer, so he kept it up and he rewired all new speakers and new lights and everything else in it. So Great. Nice job, a nice job. So this is a gas model. It's a Challenger by Damon. Mm -hmm. And so what year is it? 94. 94. Well, what is that? 10 years old. That's yeah. not too bad. Yep. I think if I got my math right. <laughs> Maybe it's 20 years. <laughs> yeah, 20. Jim just shook his head. <laughs> so tell me about some of the places that you like to camp. Well, the, our big camping is going to camp Country Jam. We spend four days at a country music festival. And where's that? In Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Okay. And we go down on Wednesday night and come back on Sunday. And we just sit in an open field and enjoy the music. And when we're off, off not doing music, we're sitting under awning and just reading books and listening to music. So how did your camping experience change at Country Jam from when you had the tent to now having the RV? <laughs> All the water hauling and the ice chest hauling and everything back and forth to the car. A lot less work. Now you pull, you pull, we pull, in, pull into our slot, put out a couple of planks and boards, drive up on top, and we're done. Yeah, turn right. on the AC and enjoy. Yeah, you've got a full refrigerator, <laughs> yep. you've got a stove, you've got yep. a good double sink. Do you find that you spend more time inside or do you still spend as much time outside? We still spend quite a bit of time yeah. outside, unless it gets really unbeastly hot and then, we're, then we go inside. Mm -hmm. So we spend quite a bit of time outside. Mm -hmm. Now I should say that we're actually in Minnesota right now and the weather is absolutely perfect. Of course, we have our AC on in our unit. <laughs> Sorry about that, you guys down in the South Dallas area. Um, is there any other place that you've taken this camping? Or I see you have a boat behind it. Do you take mm -hmm. this when you go fishing? Yeah. We, we took it to Pine City State Park, the Snake River and St. Croix River. And we took it twice down there to go fishing, just to overnight. Go out Monday, come back Tuesday. And so that way you don't have a car. Nope. No. But it works, it's kind of nice. I, I, I've even learned how to use the backup camera and back boat right down the boat landing and just using the camera. Oh yeah, That's Barb doesn't have to get out in the water anymore? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it worked out pretty, that, I, I, first time I did it's like, oh this isn't too bad, I can do this. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you guys are big fishermen. Yeah, yeah, we, do. yeah we do a lot of that. And last year we went to Hay Lake, which is out by Bemidji, and we went one night out. The other thing nice about camping is we, if we can go inside at night when the mosquitoes are swarming, swarming, we don't have to worry about the mosquitoes. Oh yeah, did I mention we're in Minnesota? <laughs> <laughs> Although the weather's nice, we still get really big mosquitoes. <laughs> yeah. And this has been a treat because we're here up for a family reunion for my side of the family. So we haven't seen Barb and Ted since uh, last December, I think. Mm -hmm. But normally we only see you once every couple of years. Mm -hmm. And so this is a big change for you going yeah. from the tent to the RV. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It was well worth it though. We really. We really enjoy the camper. Yeah. Do you see yourself doing more trips now that you have a, a camper to we'll drive? We'll probably keep adding yeah. more on as we go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Every year, like, like this year, we're already looking. We're planning to go out every second week and take a week, two, one or two days, and go for a couple of days and come back again. Now, are you guys retired? I am. Ted is retired. Ted's retired. I'm not retired. Barb, you're never going to retire. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. So depending on her schedule will be how often you can take That's a trip. Right, yeah. Well, the way my schedule worked this year, I had Mondays, Monday afternoons off and Tuesdays off so we could go out Monday, come back Tuesday. And so I had planned a trip for every Monday. It didn't quite work out, but we did 
planet that way. That right. Hey, uh, that's a I lot. Cut, I'm on, I cut wood for firewood for heating, so I, the whole idea of be gone two days every week is just, no, that's not, a, that's not possible. <laughs> oh, because you have too much work to do at home. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Well, you have to put in the gardens and all that other stuff, too, so we, we did it as, as to our schedule, what we could figure out, what we could do, and we did have to put some things into the camper this year to maintain it, you know. All right, so, there's always going to be that every yeah. year. Now, does anybody camp with you, or is it just the two of you that just camp together? Just the two of us. Yeah, yeah. Just the two of us. yeah, you know, our RV sleeps too. Yeah. Yeah. That's we, <laughs> I don't care how big or how small your RV is, two is a good number. Yeah. Two is you know, unless you've got little grandkids or something, you want to just enjoy that experience yeah. with them. Yeah. That's something different. Yeah. And, and families will do that as yeah. well. And we've had people in to visit, but we haven't had anybody sleeping with us. Right, right. Now, have you discovered the camper's happy hour, or did you already know that from tenting? No. Yeah, you know, it's always five o'clock somewhere. Oh, <laughs> I guess we aren't drinkers. Usually so. <laughs> someone, well, you can do Pepsi or whatever, but yeah. usually if you're in a campground, yeah. mm -hmm. a lot of times people, by about five o'clock, they're out mm -hmm. enjoying a cocktail or something yeah. to drink just to visit and yeah. enjoy each other's company. Yeah. We do that with um, the Gale when we go to Country Jam. we got a friend that meets us there every year. Mm -hmm. Once a year we meet with her and, and um, we sit around and the same thing, like you know, five thirty, six o'clock, we go back for dinner. Yeah, yeah we have lunch in, together. In and shows, yeah. We go back and sit around. And, and isn't that great? You probably one. wouldn't have met her if you guys hadn't already been campers. Right. We, we, we met, met her, her at Country Jam. Ah. We happened to camp alongside of her, uh -huh. uh, what, five, six, seven years ago now? Oh, it's, yeah, it's been oh, quite wow. a few years. And yeah. every year we meet, meet down every year for the same thing. She buys, okay. she buys the campsites and then we pay her for it and off we go. That's Cool. That's what I like about but, RVing is the family relationships that mm -hmm. you develop. Yeah. The only, thing, the only thing now with this thing, we have to get two sites instead of one. We've got to be able to pull them sideways. Oh. Yeah. But she does too, so. So she has a camper too? She yeah. has a pull behind camper. Right. She's yeah. got a 30 foot Different. trailer that she uses. Okay. Yeah. And she parks it, one way and we park the next way, and so we got the. We put the two awnings together. together. Oh, nice. So you've yeah. got your own, so, and you probably put your carpeting out, so now yeah. you've got protection from the ground. For heaven's sakes, we've got to be protected from the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we know it's Minnesota and Wisconsin, and so yeah. we get rain and we get mosquitoes and we get sun and we get humidity, yeah. and it's great. And we always put the awning up when we go somewhere because we've heard windstorms coming. They take the awnings and we don't right. want to lose the awnings. Right. So we do put it up whenever we go somewhere. Right. So just in the short time that you've had it, you've learned a lot of things yeah. about camping yeah. in a camper instead of in a tent. It was a very well, learning some, experience. Some <laughs> of we learned from Gail before we got her tent because she had the, she'd already had, she had the that system. System. Oh, so right. Sure. She's already showed yeah. us how to set those things up and whatnot. Well, it sounds like you're really enjoying it. So yeah, we are. Really good are. for you. I'm glad to have you join the RV world. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And yeah. thanks for taking a couple minutes out of the oh, family yeah. reunion. Yeah. Just to talk to us it and was fun. give me a chance to introduce you to our RV family. Yeah, it was fun. Thank you. Thanks for joining us on this edition of American RVer. We'll see you next time.